Hello, and welcome to the Pursue Your Potential podcast, episode number 11. I'm your host, Taylor. Today's episode is a Friday Fit and Sexy Q&A. I'm going to go over some of the questions that you've been asking me this week, but before I get into the questions, I want to first ask you for a favor. If you find value in this episode or in my podcast in general, it would mean so much to me if you would go leave me a five-star review. And if you want to go the extra mile for me, please go share this with your friends. I appreciate it so much. And hey, thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. This is really fun for me to be able to do. And just to know that you are interested in hearing what I have to say is just super cool. Anyways, let's get into the questions. So question number one. Do you recommend intermittent fasting or do you think it's best to eat 30 minutes after waking? So just a reminder, most of the answers that I give you, it's going to lead with it depends. So it depends on you, your lifestyle, what you do for work, how early you wake up, when you work out, what 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 you need specifically. That's a very vague question because I don't know what's going on in your life or what your goals are. So just a little bit of information about those two options. So intermittent fasting is a way to help you push calories back to later on in the day. It is essentially not eating in the morning and having your first meal typically around noon or 1 o'clock p.m. And the, the more common way to do that is the 16-8 approach where you're going to fast for 16 hours and then you have an 8-hour window to eat. And this is this is totally customizable. You can do however you want. If you want to do 14 hours, you can. If you want to do 20 hours, you can. It's all dependent on you and what feels good to you and what works for you and your schedule. Now, this could be great if you wake up, you're not hungry, you get to work, and really the, the first chance you get to eat is around that time anyways. So you're essentially intermittent fasting because you haven't had anything all morning. And this can be very beneficial if you are someone like myself that, can, that does struggle to not overconsume calories. So there are days, especially on the weekends or when I'm on a break or something like that, where I will find that intermittent fasting works best for me because if I don't have a lot going on that day or I'm home a lot or if I know that I'm going to be around a lot of really delicious foods that I have a hard time not overeating, I will push my calories back and I'll have bigger meals and just try to make sure that I still stick within my calories by making sure I don't eat too early. So that is a really good option. However, I will add that I I, I used to do intermittent fasting a lot, almost every day for years. And I figured out that what worked best for me at that time was intermittent fasting because I wouldn't work out until about four or five in the evening. And so I would wake up, I'd go about my day, I'd have my black coffee. And yes, if you put creamer or have any sort of BCAs or anything like that in the morning, you are not fasting, that breaks your fast. So I would have a black coffee and then I would have my my first meal around noon or one, and it would be a big meal. And then I would have maybe a banana right before I went to work out, work out, come home and eat again. Now I am working out in the morning. And what I've found for me that works is I will wake up, hurry and eat my eggs and oats. And then I will do my journaling or whatever I've got going on that morning. And then I'll go work out. And then 
the the four to six small mills works for me during the week so that I can it, it just works better with my schedule and then on the weekend I'll intermittent fast. So I'm just giving you an example of how you can make both work for you. If you want to try intermittent fasting, go ahead and try it. I do see a lot of benefits in it for a lot of people, but it's not superior if it doesn't work for you and your lifestyle. Another thing that I want to mention is you have to be mindful of how you come out of that fast. A lot of people struggle with coming out of that fast, it's time to eat, and then having control over how much they consume at that time. Like everything looks good, they're so hungry. They want to eat and eat and eat and eat, and then before you know it, they're over-consuming calories, even though they push their calories back. Because, you know, if, if you're not going to bed until 10 or 11 or whatever, however late you go to bed, you still have all that time to just stuff your face, right? So if you can't come out of your fast controlled, I don't necessarily think that that is a good option for you. It's It's worth trying, It's definitely worth trying. It is an approach that can work for you. Maybe you need a week to adjust or longer. And maybe you need to figure out if you want to just intermittent fast on the weekends or days that you don't have the normal routine that you typically would have where you wake up, work out, go to work, or wake up, go to work, and work out. Whatever whatever your schedule looks like, it's going to play a big role into whether or not you should intermittent fast or not. Now, not normally I would say that if you, let's see, if your goal is to kickstart your metabolism in the morning and you think that you need to eat right away, I would say that that doesn't really matter if you are not in a calorie deficit or just really paying attention to your calories in the first place. Because yes, you could wake up and kickstart in quotation marks your metabolism and you start burning calories earlier because you've consumed calories that won't matter if you are not in a calorie deficit and you're not actually paying attention to how much you're eating it 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 doesn't matter it's not going to do anything for you you're just eating sooner and you know burning the calories that you're eating so just something to keep in mind okay next question So since we are in quarantine and I'm not going to the gym, but I am working out at home, just moving less overall and I'm not going to work, I am working at home, should I decrease my calories? So this again is something that is dependent on you and what you, where your calories are in the first place. If you are someone who is in a deficit and you're you're used to going to the gym four or five, six days a week and you have a demanding job, or even if you do have a job that you do sit around a lot, but you've been in a deficit and here we are, we're being quarantined, we're not able to really leave our homes, we're not able to go to the gym, our lives have drastically changed. However, if you were already in a deficit, I wouldn't say that now is the time to go any lower with that. Now, when I when the when I got this question, I wanted to get a little bit more information just to see where this individual was at. And I said, you know, where are your calories now? And how low are you thinking that you should drop them? And she said that her calories had been at 1800 calories and she was told to go drop down to 1350. And I told her 
you can take this or leave it, but I think that you should stay at 1800 calories because I can almost guarantee that her BMR, her basal metabolic rate is about 1300 calories just from knowing a little bit about her. And there's no need to drop your calories so low. Okay. Just because you're not able to do a lot of the things like you still have your BMR, which is the amount of calories your body burns at rest. That isn't going to change unless you start losing a lot of muscle or little things like that. But just because your your workouts are tra- changing a little bit and, and hey, she says she's still doing work workouts at home, so she's getting that activity in. It just might not be as intense as it was or she might not be lifting as heavy as she was in the gym, right? So just something to keep in mind. And so I don't think that for most people it is something that you need to worry about. I think that you should just keep the calories where you are, or you might even benefit from bringing your calories up. You can. So just something to keep in mind. You can go in. So, <laughs> sorry, I was, my, my little one just came out and uh, was waving at me. So <laughs> anyways, let's get back into this. So no, I don't think that you should decrease your calories right now. I do think, however, if if you're like many other people where this whole quarantine that we're dealing with is, is something that is causing you to stress eat, binge eat, emotional eat, you're eating a lot because you're stuck at home, then yes, you might need to pay attention to your calories. Whereas this, this lady that asked me the question, she was already dieting, brought her calories down to 1,800 calories. She was working out, trying to achieve fat loss. And for her situation, I don't think that her calories should come any lower right now, especially because this is a stressful time and going lower into a deficit, especially down to 1300 calories just isn't going to be beneficial in the long run. So question number three, I've been jogging outside, but I'm afraid I'm going to roll my ankle. Are there any ankle strengthening exercises? Okay, so... I I can see where you're coming from with this question, and I please forgive me. I hope it doesn't come off wrong, but I would say that if you're afraid to roll your ankles, that is mostly, that happens when you're not paying attention, you step on a rock, or you're just, you're not looking where you're going, typically. If you can pay attention and just, you know, keep your eyes on the ground below you, you should be fine. And I don't think any amount of ankle strengthening exercises could help you with that because if you're running and you roll your ankle, you roll your ankle and it's going to hurt no matter what and you're going to experience that injury, right? But yes, there are ankle strengthening exercises out there. I just don't think that that applies to what you're asking because the the rolling of your ankle that is an accident is something that I, I've done that before, especially trail running and I've stepped on a rock wrong and like rolled my ankle and it was very painful, but it wasn't painful because I had weak ankles and I didn't roll my ankle because I had weak ankles. It was just an accident that happened. So yes, you can, you can look online and find some ankle strengthening exercises. I do know of some just because when I was a kid, I fractured my foot and the doctor had me basically spell the alphabet with my foot with with nothing but my ankle rolling 
and moving. So that helped me, helped me strengthen my ankle. And you can look online to find other exercises as well. But again, I don't really think that that applies to that question. I would just say, watch where you're running. (laughs) So question number four. Now, this one, again, is something that is person dependent, right? So the question is, I have been in a calorie deficit for about six months now. I am not seeing any fat loss. What do I do? So a couple things with that. One, just make sure, are you really in a calorie deficit? Are you tracking everything? Are you 100% sure that you're in a calorie deficit, you're moving as much as you think you are, and you're, you're tracking all of the foods that you're consuming. There's nothing that's not being reported. If the case is yes, you're being very diligent with it, and your calories are fairly low, my guess would be that you have a history of dieting, a history of eating lower calories, you've adapted to that, and you may be in need of a reverse diet. This means that you're going to look at where your calories have been and slowly bring them up over time to create this reverse effect. And yes, there is a chance that you might gain some body fat doing so. I mean, like I said, we want to do it gradually so you don't all of a sudden just gain all this weight, right? So you may be in need of a reverse diet because your body has adapted to calories that are low for so long that it really needs to feel safe at higher calories. And then after a time of having your calories up higher, you could then bring them down to help you lose body fat. But one thing that I like to tell my clients is there's only so low that you can go with your calories. If you are consistently dropping your calories, you've gotten really low, 13, 1200 calories, and, and my clients all know there's a minimum that I'm willing to go. And if we get to that minimum and we're still not seeing those results, we've got to come up with a different plan because I am not willing to drop those calories any lower. There's other things that we can do. There's other things that we can look into. So just be mindful that there's only so low you can go with your calories before things start being messed with in your body, your hormones get changed, your your mood and your energy levels tank, and, and so many things can happen due to not consuming enough calories that it's really important that you forget about the fat loss for a moment and really try to figure out how to eat enough and how to get your calories where they need to be, make sure you're eating enough protein, carbs, and fats, and go from there. So this is something that happens a lot, and sometimes it is hard to tell if if a client of mine isn't seeing the results that they need to see, and all the, all the things are in order, they're sleeping well, their stress is being managed for the most part, their calories are in order, it's, it's really hard for me to know, is it that they are under-reporting the foods, are they, are, maybe they're not tracking properly, Maybe they are thinking that they are adding in all the food, but they're not, you know, thinking about the foods when they're driving in the car and they pull out a a handful of peanuts or something like that. And all of a sudden they've increased their calories quite a bit. So it's hard for me to know, are they eating really low calories and their body is just fighting that and it's adapted or are they under reporting? And, and usually we get down to the bottom of this where, we do find out that there's a lot of things that aren't being accounted for and it typically falls on the weekends. 
So Monday through Thursday or even Friday, they are eating really well, everything's in order, and then Saturday and Sunday come and they're a lot more lenient or lazy with their tracking, and all of a sudden the weekend, and maybe you'll think that you can't do a lot of damage in one or two days, and for the most part, yeah, maybe you could be right, but when you're when you're eating early, when you're having a big brunch, when you are having big dinners, you're having friends over, you're having drinks or anything like that, the calories start to add up. And maybe that is something, maybe you're not tracking your alcohol. Alcohol does have calories, especially if you're having really delicious cocktails or you're drinking beer or something like that. There are calories in those drinks. And when you have one, two, three, four, however many you're having, you are racking up the calories doing so. So you're going to have to really, you know, look into your data and say, am I really eating this low of calories for six months? And if so, you need to go through a reverse diet or you need to look at it and say, hey, you know, what? I'm not being very honest with my tracking or I'm not doing it properly and then adjust and go from there. So let's see. Question number five. So I have never... Let's see. I am new to going to the gym and I am not exactly sure how to lift. This has been a problem for me since we have now been quarantined to our homes and the gyms are closed and I'm not sure what to do. So, hey, just to let you know, I have shared with the group that I have created a 21 day at home workout program. This is something you can look into I do know that that's not as beneficial as being with someone in person and getting that instruction, but it is an option. If there are movements that you are hesitant to do because you don't know how to do them, there are lots of great videos and resources on the internet that you could look into that will teach you how to do these movements. If you are someone that really would like coaching on this and you need help, even virtually, I am an online fitness coach and you can reach out to me and we can talk about this and I can help you figure it out and make sure that you're lifting properly and that you're doing a program that will really help you. So that is an option as well. Question number six, what is your, what are your thoughts on juice cleanses? Okay, so I actually covered this in the last episode of the Fit and Sexy Q&A. And I'm more than happy to go over this again because it is something I do hear a lot. And and it, it does really frustrate me quite a bit when I'll be listening to friends or family members and they'll say, you know, I've been eating like crap. I'm just going to go on a juice cleanse for three days and reset my body. So <laughs> it, that's such a weird thing to me. It you're and and then I can understand because before I knew much about nutrition and all that I did see the benefit of it okay so I'm going to not eat all the foods that I've been eating for a few days and I'm going to drink whole food juices instead and then I'm hopefully going to eat better after right but that's not normally what happens if you have a bad habit of eating a bunch of candy and popcorn and cakes and chips and all those other things and then you think oh I'm just going to go on a juice cleanse and that's going to solve all my problems then you're you're I I have to ask you how many times you've done that in your life right like how many times have you tried to go that easy rate that easy way out and you think that a juice cleanse or something like a fast is going to all of a sudden reset your body and you're not going to want sugar or you're not going to want all the things that you've been over consuming right 
That's not normally what happens. What normally happens is you try that, you do the juice cleanse, you maybe make it through day one or two possibly, right? And then as soon as you get back into that, maybe you'll have a salad the next day and you think, oh, this is great. But then the nighttime rolls around and you're bored. You notice that you have all this food in your pantry or maybe you want to go to the gas station and grab your favorite snack. And then you're back into that same bad habit that you were trying to get rid of through juice cleanses, right? So I think that it is something that a lot of people want to rely on thinking that all of a sudden they're just going to be a changed person after. When I don't recommend that, I do think juice, juice, juices themselves, cold pressed juices are amazing and they're great to have and I love to drink them. I think that they're great to have in your diet. But I think that it's a really expensive and strange way to not eat food because if you've looked at juice cleanses before or even if you've made your own juice cleanse through juicing foods, it is expensive. And the the boxes that you buy the juices in, those are also expensive. The one that I've seen, it's like a three-day juice cleanse and it has the juices that you need for the three days and it's about two, three hundred dollars, I believe. So it's a really expensive way to not eat food and then all of a sudden you're you're done with the juice cleanse and you've got to figure out what to do with your diet, right? So I don't recommend them. I think that there are better ways to get your health in order. And a lot of that is just going to be getting your calories addressed, moving your body, and eating more whole nutritious foods. Make sure that you're eating protein with every meal. Make sure that you're eating your vegetables with every meal. And you're going to see a big difference. And you don't need a juice cleanse to do that. So that's all I have for you today. I hope that these questions and answers helped you out. And I really look forward to doing this for you again on Friday. So I'll talk to you then. Bye, guys.